Can I ask you one question? What makes you shudder? Why are old people so stupid? Your brain cells die after you turn 30. I read that. There's no way Lenora just bailed on us. Mrs. Landry said all her stuff was packed and gone. That's just not possible. Mrs. Landry's son, Trevor, he's like the handyman around here, right? Would he have a key to her room? I guess so. What are you doing? Texting him. How do you have his number? He gave it to me. Well, that's just impossible because he doesn't talk to us students, like, ever. Great. He's going to meet me in the dorm. What's got you playing detective? You don't even know Lenora. Why do you care what's happened to her? I don't. But whatever it is, I don't want it to happen to me. Come with us. We're done. Up to you. Welcome back to Walkton Entertainment. I'm your host, Peter Walkton, and today I am absolutely filled with excitement to speak with a man that I am very, very thrilled to meet and greet. This man is responsible for many incredible films, including The Guest, which I'm proud to own the steelbook of, and also You're Next. This man is also a writer. He's an actor, producer, director. He's also a cinema cinematographer, editor, and uh, the credits are incredibly long. And to celebrate his upcoming film, Seance, which is going to shutter from the 29th of September, joining me today is none other than Mr. Simon Barrett. Good morning, Simon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very, very well. Well, look, greetings from Australia. Uh, as mentioned, I'm a huge fan of your work, and uh, I'm very, very excited to talk about your latest film, where you've not only been the writer, but this time you've decided to sit behind the camera and also basically direct this film. And it is actually your first uh, feature length directional film. So a massive congratulations to you from Australia. And, you know, looking at your career, you know, if I go onto IMBD and I check out your career, you know, you've had a fantastic, phenomenal career. And I also see a lot of horror films and a lot of things relating to horror. And the first question I wanted to ask you is, you know, what is it about horror? What is it about your love for horror films? Um, you know, I don't know that I have a, you know, a specific answer for that. I think, you know, I think I'm just attracted to the genre for the reason most people are, which is, you know, it, it's just kind of a fun way to experience uh, our fear of dying in a narrative uh, format. And, you know, as a kid, I was just drawn to anything that was kind of forbidden or, you know, that people kind of didn't want me to be watching. You know, that made me kind of a, double down on my interests as of course uh you know as the case for everyone and so horror movies were kind of like this this brief taboo in my childhood and i think uh i never quite got over you know like the the feeling of excitement when i you know convinced like some video store clerk to let me walk out with some movie that i had no business renting at my age and, <laughs> and got to see something like you know blood-sucking freaks or you yes. know night of the bloody apes or some nonsense movie Fantastic. And let's let's cut straight to the chase about this new film, Seance, which I have actually seen. I've been very honoured uh, to see this film in advance prior to this interview. Uh, look, fantastic film. Again, congratulations. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful achievement 
you know, to, to see this film and to see where you've come. But, uh, you know, a lot of people from Australia don't know a great deal about this film yet because it hasn't come out. You know, in your own words, what's the best way you could describe what Seance is about without any sort of major spoilers, naturally? But what's your main plot point about this film? Seance is a cozy slasher. Uh, it's my attempt to do uh, for the slasher genre what like a, what like a, a airport novel where the cat solves the murder kind of would do for like a murder mystery. Yeah. Um, I love I love slasher movies because I love the structure of them. I love the kind of inherent uh, mystery, but within kind of a, you know usually a gothic horror atmosphere. Sometimes uh, certainly in the case of the, a lot of the early '80s ones. And, um, you know, I always just wanted that to be my first film. So, so, you know, so look, if I were to describe the plot, I'd say, you know, it's a supernatural murder mystery, you know, set at a girl's boarding school where a new student moves into a dorm room where the previous resident has passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, and she thinks her dorm room's haunted and starts trying to figure out what happened, um, which is, you know, a fairly straightforward setup for one of these things. And, and to a certain extent, I would say that I think Seance is a fairly straightforward film because uh, I tend to enjoy slasher movies that just kind of follow that sort of arc. Uh, but hopefully people are kind of surprised at least by the, you know, the style and tone of, of certain things. Well, I certainly was. I mean, going into this film, like I said, I didn't know a great deal about it, but I certainly found it a very pleasing joyride and I won't reveal anything, but there's a lot of twists and reveals that are very pleasing throughout the film from the very, very get-go. But how do you get an idea for a film like this? Did something ever trigger in your mind and you sort of thought, oh, that would be a great film? Did you ever experience something or hear about a story? What, what was the motivation behind this film? I'm afraid not. I, you know, no. I, I, don't take, I don't tend to take a lot of personal motivation from my stories. Um, you know, I know everyone works differently, but uh, I, I tend to kind of view my characters sometimes as like separate people who I'm kind of trying to figure out, you know, what their story or, or narrative should be. Um, you know, honestly, I, I would say that the inspiration for Seance was mostly derived from other fiction. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, exciting, but that's that's the truth. Uh, you know, I, I was mostly kind of looking at other films and other books and stuff uh, that, you know, that was stuff that I enjoyed and kind of trying to think of how to do a, a different spin on that sort of tale. Yeah, very, very cool. And as mentioned, you know, this film does have a lot of twists and, and mysteries right from the start. Did you always set out to make a film that would combine both horror and thriller mixed into one? Did you always plan to have a few good surprises along the way to keep the audiences engaged? Or is it something that you sort of thought while filming, hey, we could do this? Was it always set in stone that that's the way you wanted to make it? Yeah, I mean, without spoiling anything, Seance was interesting because I knew, you know, just, I mean, the title alone, obviously yeah. I wanted to tell a, a ghost story. But um, ghost stories like kind of, frustrate me sometimes as narratives because if I don't really understand what the rules are or, or what's at stake which is kind of commonly uh the case with like mainstream supernatural films you know for example you know if a poltergeist can fling you know uh you know a picture at me then I don't really understand why it can't just like stick its hand into my brain and do like this and then I'm just dead if yeah. it doesn't want me to be in its house you know so so like I don't really understand the rules of ghosts a lot so I knew I wanted to do a ghost story but I also kind of felt like the rules of what a ghost can and can't do should be clear and the extent to which a ghost could harm someone living should be kind of like 
almost what's being debated throughout the film. You know, that should yeah. almost be the mystery that the characters are trying to uncover. And the reason for that is just that's my like personal philosophy towards ghost stories. So, um, so yeah, so I kind of did always plan it to have horror and thriller elements because I knew the horror elements were not necessarily going to be what was driving the plot forward, if that makes sense. Perfectly. Yeah, it makes sense indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely some good thrills that keep the viewers guessing all throughout the entire film, um, which was just tremendous to, to see. But it's a great combination. There's a great balance in this film. So I was very curious to know if that's how you always set it out. Hello, Peter here again. I hope you're enjoying the interview that I've had with Simon so far. We will commence the interview very, very shortly, but I just wanted to take this opportunity just to play you the film's trailer for Seance, which once again will be available exclusively on Shutter Australia from the 29th of September. Here's the trailer, and after the trailer, we'll resume with the interview. Here we go. Camille Meadows. It's fortunate that a space has opened up for you here at Edelwein. Our climate can be quite competitive. This is our table. Scram. No, I'm good here. <laughs> that light keeps flickering. It must be the ghost again. Some girl supposedly killed herself in the dorms years ago. I'm not sure I believe it. What if I told you there's a way we can find out? So you're gonna do a seance? Spiritus Oratio Nostra. Oporte la quantur enter boss. I have tragic news. One of your classmates passed away tonight. I really think we need to tell someone what's going on. What, that we conjured a ghost and now it's killing us? If anything scares you, hit it in the skull. If someone dies in a bad way, the energy imprints on the surroundings. And if you're sensitive, you can pick up on it. I hope you don't make me regret our decision to enroll you. What was it like working with a lead actress? We've got Suki Waterhouse uh, as a lead actress in this film. So she's the character that obviously goes to this boarding school. She's taking over a dorm, as you mentioned. Someone's passed away. What was it like working with her as a lead role of this film? Was she great to work with? Yeah, I mean, I don't have really any complaints about Suki. Um, <laughs> she's pretty cool, you know. I mean, like she's she's probably a lot more, I guess, maybe like introspective and and just kind of strange than I expected. Maybe going in to meet with her, yeah. you know, from the very first, like from our very first, you know, meeting, you know, I was just kind of like she she kind of had like an interesting series of reference points from the various from the very start for the character, and I clearly thought about it quite deeply. So. You know, from our very first meeting, you know, where I was kind of like, you know, I, I would like to cast this person. Yeah. Um, we got along really great. You know, she actually came up to the martial arts school that I train at here in Los Angeles and, and came in for a couple of days and 
worked with me on some basic blocks and punches just so that, you wow. know, when it came to the fighting stuff, she'd be able to jump right in and, and I'd be able to kind of choreograph her really quickly. And, you know, that's not the kind of thing that I necessarily like, um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like necessarily know if she'd be down for that. I mean, for one thing, you know, you're kind of asking someone to work before they've like officially been hired in some of those cases. So yeah. you want to be very respectful, uh, especially since I was a first time director, but you know, I, I, I felt like it would be, if she was down for that, I kind of felt like it would be important for us to have a bit of, you know, uh, just a bit more communication, you know, a bit of a common language before we off went off to Winnipeg and did yeah. this very difficult shoot. So fortunately she was down for that and we were able to do a little training and kind of rehearsals just on our own uh, up at the school in North Hollywood, uh, you know, before we went off to Winnipeg. So, so yeah. And then, you know, and then from there on, I kind of felt like she really had just a, a solid take on the character that I would just kind of like, let guide the scenes brilliant no and again she's fantastic in this film as well and uh, definitely a good combination with you and her uh within this film but you know you've already mentioned the the scene for example is actually set at a boarding school you've also got a number of horror aspects which i won't dive too much into but you know with this film containing a supernatural element horror elements and you've got a lot of characters in this film too you know were there any sort of major challenges maybe even with locations for example did you have any major challenges while making your first directional feature length film well yeah yeah i did yeah um i could definitely uh elaborate on that uh you know pretty much as long as you wanted me to you oh. mentioned locations um yeah locations were actually i would say in a way the biggest challenge, right. you know, once you, once you've got them sorted out, you know, it, it, the schedule is what it is and you're making things work the way you're making them work. But essentially no schools would actually let us film in them wow. um, because of, you know, because of the content of the film, Yes, uh, which, you know, was not, not at all, honestly, unreasonable, but I'll admit uh, it, it kind of took me a little by surprise, um, mm. you know, but, uh, but, you know, there was no incentive for, you know, a, an actual private Academy in Winnipeg to, to let us shoot there, uh, especially once they kind of understood what the content of the, the movie was going to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they make more money from tuition than, than we would have paid them, you know, for, for, you know, four and a half weeks of shooting or whatever. So, uh, so we kind of had to cobble together the school, from a bunch of locations, you know, wow. what looks, you know, what looks like the exterior is actually just a private residence. Uh, what looks like, you know, and then the interiors are a bunch of different buildings all over Winnipeg, uh, including like a bank building. And we did some limited builds in a storage facility, um, you know, for things like the door, you know, we built like one dorm room that uh, my production designer, Marlena Fieri would like switch around to, you know, depending on whose room it was supposed to be, you know, we'd switch the window and the pipe and the walls and stuff. So it would feel like a different room, right. but you know, you're always seeing the same room in the movie. Um, you know, so stuff like that, honestly, forced us to shoot in a certain order with certain limitations that made, uh, you know, a 22 day shoot with a huge kind of young cast, uh, which was already kind of a daunting prospect, um, very daunting because, because, you know, then you're shooting everything out of sequence. You have a lead character who has a very specific bruise progression oh, uh, as the yes. film goes on because she's taking damage yeah. over the course of the movie. And so Suki's look, you know, Suki, one of the first conversations I had with Suki was that I wanted her to get a black eye basically in the opening scene. So the rest of the movie, she kind of has a, a black eye and mm. it just kind of sets her apart as, as, you know, kind of an underdog and an outcast a bit. Uh, but that black eye alone means you're 
paying way more attention to continuity than you would normally have to. And, and when you're shooting all over the place, um, yeah, it was quite challenging. And, you know, sometimes I would just kind of sit down with the cast and just be like, okay, remember the previous scene, you were in this place, you come directly in it. Like, That's right. and, and I mean, that sounds like silly, but we all kind of needed just remind ourselves like, okay, that's right. This just happened because mm -hmm. it was, you know, because the way we were just flying around, you know, the the most recent thing I worked on was a segment of the film VHS 94. Um, and, yes. and I had the extreme pleasure of being able to shoot that more or less in sequence. Um, wow. and, and which which when you're working with an actor is just so much easier because they can just completely keep track of their character in the narrative. Um, you know, whereas, you know, the seance was quite difficult sometimes just the the amount of time we had to shoot some of these scenes. The seance scenes in particular uh, were, were really awful to shoot. You know, just oh. you just have seven people sitting around a table and yeah. the, the coverage of those scenes is just brutal. Yeah. You know, you just you just have to get as many shots as you can and just hope it comes together in the editing room. Fortunately, I had a great editor, James Vandewater. Uh, so, you know, so I'm, I'm happy with how everything turned out. But yeah, I, I definitely, I learned a lot of things and, and there were definitely some times where it felt like we weren't going to get out of there with the finished movie because uh, we had no overtime, no reshoots. Yeah. You know, we went straight, we went straight basically into COVID. So, you yeah. know, there were a couple scenes that I remember being like, okay, I hope I got that scene. Yeah. And then, you know, the answer was, uh, I guess I did. Very, very uh, cool. Well, in regards to things like you mentioned location, you would never have known that you filmed at multiple locations. So shout out to you and your editor as well, because it looks seamless and um, some very cool insight about some of the dramas and interesting challenges you had. Um, I have got you for about a couple of minutes remaining. So um, you've, you've thrown a little penny in my ear. You mentioned VHS 94. Um, which I know that you're also involved in. Now, here in Australia, uh, the trailer has actually landed about four days ago. Um, and I know this is a bit of a sidestep, but I do know you're involved in this film and it's coming out in October as well, uh, exclusively to Shudder. But is there anything you can reveal or any sort of comments you want to say about VHS 94 very, very briefly before we wrap up? Sure. I mean, you know, like the project was initially conceived kind of by David Bruckner, who uh, really wanted to come, you know, he, he directed the Amateur Night segment, really the first segment of the first PHS film, uh, if you don't count Adam Wingard's in my wraparound. Uh, and and uh, David Bruckner had this notion of like taking it all the way back to 1994 and like really using, you know, like pure VHS and kind of like like analog camera technology to shoot a new kind of reboot of the series. And I thought that was such an interesting, weird idea and um, kind of instantly was like, wait, will Shudder actually let us shoot this movie at, you know, 30 frames a second? And the yeah. answer was yes, they would, you know, they would let us do it. And so, you know, cause they, they, you know, when you're dealing with a streaming service, you know, they have certain obligations of course to like their shareholders and such. Yeah. But they'll also allow you a certain amount of creative freedom if they think you're generating the kind of film, you know, their fans want. So Shudder basically let us make this movie in a way that like no one else, uh, no one else would, which is kind of what you need with a VHS film, because they were always kind of made in a way that like, you know, because we were making them for no money, we would be able to t do innovative things with cameras that like no studio film could get away with just because the quality was so low. Of course, um, yeah. With cameras. And, and we kind of were able to do that again. Um, you know, I, I really love all the pieces. Uh, I think it really feels like an authentic, like cursed, you know, movie from 1994, which is what we were trying to create. 
I love horror. It really does. Um, and I will say this also, like every filmmaker on VHS 1994 or VHS 84, uh, like, like really went all out. It's not, um, you know, if, if fans are concerned um, that it might be like overly subtle mm. uh, or like, a, you know, a, too much of an art horror film, I, I would like to reassure them that, that we really went for a pure, like extreme horror anthology kind of as much as we could. And, and I think yeah. probably there'll be something someone likes in every segment. Unless you don't have an appetite for that kind of like gory found footage stuff. In which case, well, I, I uh, had the opportunity to screen the film last night and I must give oh, you okay. credit. Um, I must say your segment, again, no spoilers, uh, took me a while to go to sleep last night and I usually handle horror pretty well, but your segment gave me chills and goosebumps um, and I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And knowing you shot your segment in sequence um, was brilliant. So I hope you didn't mind I snuck in a VHS 94 question, but I do no. know Shutter are having a very big month with you at the moment. So with Seance the 29th of September and then VHS 94 also coming out very soon in October. Um, I'm going to wrap up now. Um, I was going to basically just give you the opportunity just before I run away, just a last maybe final shout out or comment um, as to why the good people of Australia should subscribe to Shutter today and check out Seance. Is there any final comments you'd like to give to the good people of Australia before they check out this film? Well, I mean, I'll just say this is like, look, in, in the era of streaming, there's not a lot of home for, you know, so, so we say like progressive, uh, well, let's just say like even challenging content, right? Because if you're, if you're, you know, and Shudder is like the streaming network that is really taking chances yeah. on movies that are a little transgressive, you know, maybe shocking, you know, like they're, they're willing to, you know, take a shot on that. So I am happy to be a Shudder subscriber genuinely, because I think like, they are releasing movies that otherwise I wouldn't be able to see. And I'm happy. Uh, I'm immensely gratified that they bought Seance and then, you know, picked up VHS 94 at an early stage Fantastic. as well. I'm, I'm happy to be working with them. Cause uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, there's only one, uh, <laughs> there's only one uh, streaming service that has like blood sucking freaks, yeah. uh, at least here in the U S so, you, know, you got to support, you got to support that. Well, there you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's clear that Shutter Australia and Shutter all around the world have great taste in horror. Uh, Simon, like I said, it's been a great honor and a pleasure to, to meet you and just sneak in a quick interview. I thank you very much for your time and uh, I wish you all the very best success. I'm sure I'm going to see your name more often on movie posters in the near future. Thank you once again and wish you all the very best. All right. Thanks for having me. So there you have it. That concludes our interview with Simon Barrett. Uh, and as mentioned, Seance is available exclusively on Shutter from September 29th. And we did mention, we did talk and tease about the upcoming VHS film, which is the fourth installment known as VHS 94. Uh, that film, I believe at this stage, doesn't have a concrete date. Uh, but we do know it's going to be released during the month of October and it will be once again a Shutter exclusive. And unfortunately, if you're seeking my film score, film review and film thoughts on either Seance or VHS 94 or VHS Part 4, unfortunately, I can't reveal those uh, thoughts or opinions just yet. So please keep your eyes peeled because I will be publishing an online review in due time. 
So we might end this podcast a little bit differently than normal. We might give you the sneak peek of the VHS 94 trailer. Now this trailer was available online about four days ago, which is pretty amazing considering it's a film that's due next month. It's a very nice surprise. I don't believe anyone was expecting a fourth installment to the VHS franchise to come out. So when you think about it, Simon's been very, very busy with his film Seance, as well as being involved in VHS 94. Simon's also been involved in the previous installments so if you love this franchise you are definitely going to want to check out this other film that Simon's involved with and uh, again stay tuned for more details about my thoughts and opinions on this new installment thank you once again for listening and if you haven't done so already please hit that subscribe button and while you're at it why not drop a review and uh, you know I'd love to hear from you so you can definitely check us out online at www.walkedinentertainment.com And until next time, here's the VHS 94 trailer. Keep safe, keep watching, speak soon. Police search warrant! Police search warrant! Do not touch anything. Could be no one left alive in here. Do I just press the button? Press the red button. Just press it. I assume they're paying extra for this. Yes. This is a remarkable story. Hello? Hello? The veggie masher turns your vegetables into a tasty, mm, mouth-watering paste.